are so many amazing perks of being sober. And one of my favorites is that sobriety allows us to take self-care to the next level. And it gives us such a sense of confidence. There's really nothing like feeling confident in your own skin. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, One Skin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. I've told you about how when I got sober, one of my favorite things was starting a skincare routine because that was not something I ever prioritized before. But let's be honest, knowing what the best skincare routine is can be a little overwhelming. That's why I'm excited about One Skin. There's no complicated routine, no multiple step protocols, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code HAPPIEST at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code HAPPIEST. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, and when we get sober, they can almost feel magnified at first because we're adjusting to feeling all our feelings again rather than using alcohol to numb them. I was honestly really surprised when I got sober at how many emotions came up for me. I remember literally saying, I have so many feelings right now, and it felt really overwhelming having to feel them all. But the great thing about that is that it gave me the clarity and awareness that I had some things to work through, like people-pleasing and like my own self-talk. That's where therapy can be so helpful because it's a safe space to get things off your chest and begin to work through what's been weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. What I really love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com happiest today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash happiest. Hello and welcome to Happiest Sober Podcast. I'm Madeline. I'm here with my mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> I'm Maddie. <laughs> Megan, for those of you who don't call her mom. <laughs> here with my mom, Megan. And I am how many days? Only a few. few days back from yeah. my hosting my very first sober trip to Costa Rica. Yeah. And we just want to do sort of a little recap episode, I guess. We just wanted to hop on and chat about it. Yeah, I'm dying to hear all the all the details. We haven't got You've to been... sit and have a huge debrief of it because it's kind of hit the ground running when you got home. I really did. I really yeah. did. And mm-hmm. I think you've been saving saving yes. some of your questions for the podcast, yes. which is yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Checklet, where do we start? Right? How <laughs> about like, start? well, I'm so interested in just um, your plane ride because. Oh, yes. Yeah? This is a really good place to start. I, if you have been listening for a while, because I talked about this in depth in one episode, I have been terrified flying forever. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to drink to fly. It was my only coping mechanism I had. I would get to the airport, I would hit the bar, and I would try to get as drunk as I possibly could before getting on the flight. <laughs> and I would drink on the flight. And I really, mom, I really was like, I got this figured out. Like, I remember the first time I ever, because obviously I, I flew before I ever drank and it was t- terrible yeah. for me. I would 
I would be anxious weeks leading up to the trip. I would be anxious the whole drive to the airport, like just so scared of the flight. It overshadowed excitement for trips for me. I was so scared. And the first time I flew again, after I started drinking, I remember drinking and I remember landing and being like, that was so easy. Like that was so much. I was like, I figured out the cure for my fear. For flying, right. Yeah. And that was just like, that felt like oh. it. Yeah. So uh, flying as when I got sober was one of the biggest, hardest, scariest things for me to wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. And I did mm-hmm. it once, well, I guess twice before this trip, just to New York and back. And it was awful for me. And I cried when we took off. And this flight, I, it was my first time flying alone too. Right. You're like all by not yourself. only flying sober, but flying alone. Yeah. And I was so calm. That's so funny. Like when you just have yourself yes. to rely on, it's like you find something, you got to dig deep. And I mean, there's nobody there to cry to, mm-hmm. right? So it's just you, yourself, yep. <laughs> and you got to do it. So it's amazing. Okay, keep going. What, like, well, so just, what happened? You were calm. Yeah. And I just really realized mm-hmm. like, all those years of drinking to fly, mm-hmm. I wasn't letting myself get over it. Yeah. Cause I had just, I, I was just numbing it. So I never had to actually feel the fear and overcome it. And I think with this being my third time getting on a flight sober, mm-hmm. I realized like, oh my God, I'm really like, cause takeoff was always the worst part for me. Takeoff, yeah. I would panic. Mm-hmm. panic during takeoff. It just, there was nothing rational about it, but I just felt like the plane was going to fall out of the sky mm-hmm. when we took off. And I know mm-hmm. that's so not <laughs> rational, but that was how it felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we took off, I, I just was, I was calmer than I'd ever been in my life during a takeoff. And I had this thought before, before the flight took off, mm-hmm. I was reflecting and I was thinking to myself, I have latched on to, I'm terrified of flying. Mm-hmm. as just yeah. like part of me, part of who I am. Yeah, That's just like, you know, something I have to live with. And I had this thought while I was sitting there of like, well, what if I was willing to accept that that could change? I've so never good. really entertained that. I have always yeah. just believed I'm just a person who's scared of flying. Flying is just going to be terrible for me forever. And that's just like going to yeah. be my experience. And I was like, what if I was willing to believe that I, that could change. What if that wasn't part mm-hmm. of my identity anymore? Yeah. And then we took so off and I stayed calm. Good. And yep. I'm not saying it was like both flights towards the end were very turbulent and very turbulent landings. And those were hard for me. And I was scared, yep. but I, I realized I was like, maybe I'm no longer terrified of flying. Maybe right now I'm just a nervous flyer. Yeah. I I've downgraded that. myself. I'm like, I'm willing to challenge this. I love that. And What's so cool is that this trip, not only for me, but for everyone on it, mm-hmm. the theme was conquering fears for everybody involved. Wow. Okay. So first of all, I love, 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 love that reframe because mm-hmm. I mean, that's just true of anything until we are willing to accept that there could be a different story about it, like a different way to think about something. Nothing can change, mm-hmm. right? You're like mm-hmm. trapped. And so the moment you just entertain the idea that maybe it could be this, right? Yeah. 
it was so never freeing. It was like this yeah. moment where I was like, oh my God, wait. Yeah. Like I yeah. never even believed it to be a possibility. Right. And just to even like open my mind to it being a possibility, yeah. even changed something for me right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's like me. I used to have the, you know, this belief about myself that I could never talk in a group. Mm. And so, um, you know, it was like as true to me as, I have, you know, two hands, 10 fingers, 10 that toes, was me. Yeah. brown eyes, don't talk in groups, you know, until somebody pointed out, it's just a, it's just a belief I have about myself. It's not a fact. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> right. And <laughs> yeah. then it changed everything. And then a few years later, I started running groups. I mean, right. right. It was never possible until yeah. I recognize, oh, it's just a thought I've been believing. It's Mm -hmm. actually not a fact. So, and you know, most things are just thoughts. I love that, (laughs) you nervous flyer. Right. I wonder what what your next like downgrade will be. I know. Hopefully Mm. cool, calm and collective. We're not there yet, but I'm willing to believe I can get there. Mm. So my worst part was the landing. Like the landing was was scary for me, especially the second one. But yeah. But you did it. I did it. And, and so, okay. So you said everybody had fears they were dealing with, but yeah. before you sort of start touching on all of those things, like what happens? You get there, you've got your your person and off you go to your place. And when does everybody meet? And how was all of that? And, oh, it was so good. Yeah. Like we, we kind of met staggered in groups. It mm-hmm. worked out that one of the girls on the trip was on my flight, which I didn't know until that day oh, because fun. she, she was getting a connecting flight in Toronto, but it had switched to Toronto. It, it oh. was like initially going to be somewhere else. So then yeah. we realized the day of like, oh my God, we're on the same flight. So I got to meet the first girl at the airport while waiting for, oh, for the first flight and had yeah. a, a, such a nice little chat with her made mm-hmm. like that first connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, got to the, got to the hotel that night, met, met someone else who had, who had arrived earlier, came down. We all had the nicest chat over pizza that for like, I, I was nervous when you dropped me at the airport was when mm-hmm. the nerves set in. Yeah. And after I met, just even those two, I was yeah. like, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh-huh. they were so awesome. And like, right. it just like, oh, I know I've said it, but like the instant bond between sober people is just yeah. something else. It's just something yeah. else. So then, then that, that next day was when the official trip started where everyone else kind of like arrived in batches, mm-hmm. said hi at the hotel, mm-hmm. had like a little welcome dinner that night. Um, and like, yeah. And then we were off and like, it's so it, it's planned out. Like they, the Trova trip, the company that we do it through, mm-hmm. they give you like, they give us a local guide. Yeah. It's all planned out. The local guide tells us where to be and when, and we just like, we're just kind of off. Yeah. Off and, and running. Mm-hmm. So what's the, the, um, what was kind of the thing when you think back about it? Like, f- first of all, favorite thing. Oh my God. Um, uh, already makes me emotional. <laughs> the people, <laughs> 100% the people like yeah. I, I, I would, oh my God, the last day was so emotional. I, even me who mm-hmm. went leading up to it was like, I think we're all going to leave their best friends. Like I know how much sobriety yeah. bonds people. I even underestimated it. 
Aww. Like I underestimated like the closeness that that we would all feel. Yeah. Oh my god. I just like loved everyone so much and like yeah. when we said like I like mm-hmm. we all just had so many amazing conversations like everyone added something so like it wouldn't have been the same without everyone on yeah. it. like everyone added their own little unique thing and everyone mm-hmm. like we had people in their 20s 30s 40s and 50s from awesome. all different places yeah and we all just like bonded so much because it's such this like strong connector and I think how close we all were by the time it ended and like yeah. like all the tears shed at the airport saying goodbye Aww. was just like such a testament to how much sobriety yeah. really just bonds you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so best part was hands down connecting with the people who booked and mm-hmm. uh, even like our very last dinner we all went around and said like our favorite thing that we did and our Mm -hmm, favorite part. mm -hmm. And it it got so emotional because so many people were saying like, even people who were like, I've traveled a lot and I've done group travel a lot, but I've never experienced feeling so understood by people feeling like so seen and understood and can just be so honest. Even people who typically tend to be more guarded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just such this like special thing. It was something I've never even experienced before. Um, so that was awesome. Favorite Aww, things that I we love that, Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm trying to like rush it over it so I don't get too emotional again. Yeah. But um uh favorite thing that we did. Well Yeah, so like wait, sorry, just, I know I asked you what your favorite thing is now I'm interrupting, but I wanted to say, like, how did your day start? Like, did everybody have breakfast together every day? Did you do like, and how did that work? Did somebody say, like, hey, be here this time? Like, yeah, it was so easy, mom. It was Mm -hmm. um, our our beloved, our beloved Mm -hmm. guide, Ivan, who we all are head over heels in love with. Yeah. Um, cause he was just like the sweetest, sweetest thing. He did such a good job. He, so he told us the very first day meet in the lobby at this time for our first dinner. And then okay. we were with him all day. So he'd, he'd give us the rundown for tomorrow. We all had a group chat right. that he was in and he would give us like, okay, we're going to meet for breakfast at this time and then meet in the lobby to catch the bus at this yeah. time. We had our own private like bus that we all took, right. um, so, and then he would often say in the group chat the night before too, like, okay, so we're meeting at this time. Here's what you need to bring. Like expect oh, this, good. bring these things. It was yeah. so, you didn't have to think about it. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But okay. Favorite, favorite things we did, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that just like, again, the, the people, the connections, mm-hmm. it's just something so special and unique and like the most amazing experience of my life well Um, you know what even if you think about it even if you are sort of sitting in a support group online mm -hmm. and so you're not meeting anybody in person you're just sitting there like I've sat in one with you with a couple of hundred Mm -hmm. people yeah and even though you don't know their names and you don't even know everybody who's in there isn't it funny that just even online, you feel connected, like mm-hmm. it feels safe. You feel mm-hmm. like they're like me. So I can imagine what it must feel like traveling, to travel and to meet people and 
right? Like yeah. right away, it would feel. And what's so cool too, yeah. what is so cool about this is that mm. like alcohol didn't have to be a thought for anybody mm. because none of us were drinking. It's not like yeah. being traveling with anybody else in your life who's like drinking. Like there was yeah. something so cool. It was said so well by one of the women on the trip because at one point this this we went out for dinner at our third mm-hmm. hotel which was my mm-hmm. favorite place that we went and this our our server was so so sweet so nice and at the end he made us all shots and trying to be nice nice gesture from yeah. him if it was any other group um <laughs> carried us over a tray of shots and we were all like no 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 and he was so <laughs> yeah. confused right and we were like we don't drink we don't drink and he like just was like uh, like stunned, like just so confused and kind of like yeah. eventually walked back off with his tray of shots. We're like none of us drink. So then he comes back later with a tray of mocktail shots, Aww, that which was, was sweet. so sweet. Yeah. And then as he handed me mine, cause he mm-hmm. k- kind of came to me last, I was like, this was so nice of you. Thank you so much. He said, I think it's so cool. This entire group doesn't drink. <laughs> and so one woman on the trip said it so well, she said it was such a cool experience to be a we and not a me because typically mm. when you see, you're usually sorry, I don't drink and usually right. the odd man out yeah. and it was, we don't drink. And so to even just be like, a few of us were talking one day about how much like I would have never taken it because this was a busy action packed trip. I would have never taken a trip like this in my drinking days because I would have every single thing we did to Mm -hmm. me would have been an obstacle, an obstacle to to get through. To yeah. get to the drinks. Like right. I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I would have felt aggravated. I would have been like, hey, can we r- wrap this up? So I said I did it so I can go drink. Cause to right. me, like the fun started when I was drinking. And yeah. even I, I traveled a lot in my drinking days, even when I was in Australia for a year, when I did like a Europe trip yeah. before that, like I would get there and and just want to go drink and want to yeah. go to the bar. And like I never would have wanted to take a trip like this in my drinking days because like it was too busy and it was so cool that I was like having all these experiences, seeing all these new things, doing all these activities that like Mm -hmm. I was just able to fully be there and not even factoring in like worrying about when am I going to go get drinks though? And like, it didn't even occur to me until we were all talking about it. And I think part of that too, is that we were all with people who were all doing the same, who were all just like there to enjoy the experiences and not to be like, okay, cool. But like, let's get to the bar now or not like wanting drinks during the excursions we were doing. Yeah, Yeah. And so even that was such a neat experience. And like, I think I'm so used to being around alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I don't have that many sober people in, in my yeah. real day-to-day life. And yeah. I'm used to being the only one drinking and I'm okay, or sorry, the only one not drinking, not drinking and yeah. I'm okay with that. And I think even I underestimated how cool of an experience it would be to be with like to have alcohol not be a factor to be on this full trip and like none of us are getting back to the resort and drinking and we had so many fun times like I laughed harder than I've laughed I told you the story (laughs) Uh, like oh my god like crying laughing one day could not probably half an hour I looked like I was bawling my eyes out after my face was swollen because I I was crying from laughing 
and like so much fun. We were up late in the pools, like swimming at mm-hmm. nighttime, having good conversations. Like yeah. it was so fun. Like we so, had so much fun together oh, man, and it was that. just like not mm-hmm. alcohol related. And yeah. like, that's so cool for me even. Cause I'm used to like being okay with being around people having fun and drinking, but it's right. so fun when you're sober to be with other people who are having fun sober. Right. So such a contrast from, um, your bachelorette weekend, which was, <laughs> which before, was right before, which I'm going to do that. a recap episode right? of that, but such yeah. like, and I had fun there too, but it's just yeah. like, oh my God, it's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, Maddie, I love that. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So you um, had never been to Costa Rica before. Mm -hmm. You loved it. Like I it's loved really it. Beautiful. Like I saw some beautiful. And the people are so nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we did. It was a really action-packed trip. So I yeah. did the, the canyoneering. <laughs> <laughs> you got your war wound. I've got my war wound to show yeah. for it. Yeah. Um. And that was like, like I said, this was a trip of conquering fears for everyone involved. Yeah. We had people on the trip, like people who shared my fear of flying, who were Mm -hmm. really anxious about the flight, people who are really nervous and anxious to come. So many people expressed like this was such a big deal for me to come. I almost didn't. Yeah. Like, because it's scary. It's such a scary thing. But like, what's so cool? Like, it's so cool that we were all in there facing different fears together. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. every single person. And the one common fear of having to do something sober that you might not have done before. Mm -hmm. Right? Like travel Mm -hmm. and travel with people you don't know. And so then you're having to, yeah, socialize, spend 24 seven without uh, no alcohol to lighten the mood make you feel comfortable and like I used to go into new situations Mm -hmm. even like traveling and being like on a resort and wanting to meet people and to me like the alcohol was like how I would bond with them and it's so funny to think that like oh my god in the absence of that is it just going to feel awkward but it turned out like what we all had in common was such a stronger bond (laughs) than drinking together ever would have been yeah And it was so Uh, cool to watch. Like I watched some people come right out of their shells along the week. Yeah, the week went on and they got more comfortable. And we all got more comfortable and like, oh my God, it just like, I was excited and it blew my expectations out of the water of how amazing it was going to be. And it's because of the people. And I knew that like. Lots of people on the trip said to me, like, were you nervous about this? And I was like, well, I was nervous because I'd never done it before. And yeah. I was nervous because I wanted, really wanted to make sure everybody had a good time. Yeah. Like, I, I, it was so important to me to make sure that everybody was going to, like, have fun and yeah. Yeah. enjoy themselves and all of that. But, like, I also knew you're not going to, A, be sober and, B, book something like this if you're not, mm-hmm. like, such a cool person, right. especially because yeah. it's not because you're you're booking it because you're not scared to do it. It's because you're scared to do it and you're yeah. doing it anyway, and yeah. that's what makes yeah. it so cool is that, like, yeah. every person on that trip was pushing mm-hmm. themselves out of their comfort zone in mm-hmm. some way or another because that's, like, inherently – yeah, it's gonna be scary. The for of it. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, so, so what good. was the so so? Let's come back now to where I cut you off way back when. <laughs> What's what? Favorite what things. was your most favorite thing? Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I have a few. I have a few. Okay. Yeah. My my favorite parts were more towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just a combination of like we were so bonded by then, and also yeah. I loved where we were. Like we we ended off um 
in like a really cute, like a, a, on a beach town. We spent yeah. the first, we spent a couple of days, like really in the rainforest. And that's where we saw like waterfalls. And that's where I did the canyoneering, which I'll come back to. <laughs> um, and that was really cool. But then yeah. to like, and that was the more action packed part of the trip. So then to yeah. come out of that and then be like on like our resort was right on the beach in the sunshine. And then oh, nice. that part of the yeah. trip had a bit more downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool. And I loved, there were a couple of days at the end where we all swam in the ocean together and like the water was like a freaking bath. It was so warm. Oh, it was so that warm that some nice. people didn't go in because it was too warm because <laughs> they were like, I'm already hot. That's not <laughs> so, my problem ever. I, I know. Right? Same mom. I was like, this is yeah. my perfect temperature. But yeah. even like on the, our last full day together, we all went kayaking onto this little private beach and they fed us mm-hmm. a lunch. And then we swam in the ocean there, did some snorkeling, like, Aww. Oh, nice. oh, so nice. So jealous. And that was, yeah, those, those amazing. last couple of days where we mm-hmm. all kind of had beach time and went in the water together and just like, we were all so close by then. Those were, those were the highlights, but I do have to say the canyoneering was a highlight when it was over. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, there were th- only three of us who went. Yeah. And so then, so sorry. So every day, even though your guy Ivan says, okay, this is the plan for the day. This is what we're doing. People could say, yeah, no, I'm oh, yeah. going to sit did. this out. I'm going to do it. Okay. All right. People so it's are, like, this there was is never the... an obligation. It was okay. like, it was, if you want to just chill at the resort, or if you want to go out yeah. and do your own thing, then absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there was always stuff to do. There was always stuff to do, but there was never, never an obligation to do it. Right, right, right. Okay. So, so this day, only three of you, the other stayed at the resort. You, three of you went canyoneering. (laughs) So I signed up for this with the thought of, I'm going to push myself out of my comfort zone. I'm scared of heights. Yeah. I'm there. I'm just going to do it. Um, I did not know what I was signing up for (laughs) when I said that. I was like, I'll go to one waterfall, go down it, have my like victorious moment at the bottom, and that will be that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a three-hour excursion with going down four waterfalls and – between those waterfalls, climbing mm-hmm. through rocks and water and climbing waterfalls and jumping into oh, water to get from one to the other. So what happened was at, on the first, okay, you go down and it's pouring rain. It feels very ominous <laughs> while we're on our way. It's pouring rain in the rainforest. We're walking down and we get to the first one, the yeah. first thing we have to rappel down. And my mind goes blank. He's explaining what we have to do. And I'm just like, can't compute because I'm like, I'm not about to do this. I can't. There's no way I can do this. I'm panicking. And one girl, there were three, three of us girls. One girl was okay. Yeah. And the other one was scared with me. So her and I are like, oh my God, I don't know if we can do this. Like, so he's explaining and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And he doesn't give me time to be scared. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, I'm scared. He's like, yep, everyone is literally <laughs> pushing me off the thing. Basically, I have no idea what's happening. And then we go down the first one, which is like, oh, uh, mom, I can't explain when I was up there. I was like, wait, I've made a terrible mistake. 
I was fooling myself. This off. is not something I can do that. Like, I don't do heights. I don't do this. I'm not an <laughs> adrenaline person. So we go down the first one. Yeah. <sighs> Little do I know it's tiny in comparison to what's coming. When I see the first one, I'm like, there's no way I can do this. And then I do it. I'm like, oh, my God, I did it. <laughs> Then I have to climb through water and rocks and like to get to the second one, the second and the fourth one, the fourth one is 200 feet. The second one is probably just shy of it. So like, (laughs) as I'm approaching it, I, this is the thing. Once you go down the first one, you have no way out from the rest of them because there is no way back up. There's yes. no way back up and there's no way down except to do it. Yes. I would be, I would die in the rainforest because <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would I not take move. after my mom. If anyone's I would say wondering. somebody has to helicopter me out. I am not going anywhere. But mom, you know <laughs> what the thing it. was is that in any other context, yeah. in any other scenario, yeah. I wouldn't have gone down the first one. I know you didn't I even with- go on the Ferris wheel. Yes, right? right. When I was with you, we all went on a Ferris wheel. We all go on like, a Ferris fun, wheel guys. in Niagara Falls. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna be brave. I had your moment. Oh, I'm gonna crush my fear. I'm telling the mm-hmm. guy I'm scared. He goes, "This is a really funny me. story." <laughs> <laughs> he says, "He says, just flag me if you're scared. And you want off? I'll stop it for you." Because it was really late at night. We had done a spontaneous yeah. drive out to Niagara yeah. Falls. And um, I'm like, okay, I'm getting. He like, says, wait, if you want it stopped, flag me. Yeah, give me a wave as you're coming down around, <laughs> and I'll stop because we're in little glass, like yeah, what are they? And I'm like, there's, I'm like, I'm not fooling myself. No part of me wants to do that. Like, I'm, I'm not, not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. And I'm like, I got this. I hate heights too more than yeah. any. And mm. I, uh, well, I Debatable. think so. I think we're pretty on par. I get on and we're in there with your sisters and one of their boyfriends and we start going and we're up at the top and I'm saying, oh my God, I want off. Cause he also said, there's a button, an emergency button you can push. Like, if you want off, push the bike. I'm like, oh my God, what? I'm pushing the button. And your sister's like, don't you touch that button. <laughs> They're like, you're so like, embarrassing. Don't. Me. This was like a decade ago. Oh my longer, god, longer than a decade longer ago. Longer than that. I'm like, I'm gonna. So I I contain myself, but as we're coming down around, I start waving. But he's talking to you. He's and a then young I'm waving pet. as you go by, like hey, hi, and you guys keep chatting, and I have to keep going around. Anyways, okay. You went by like four times waving and I just waved right back to you and you were just saying bye. Not knowing it's code for get me. <laughs> I can still see. I I have the image in my head. It was a two-handed wave. It was like, yeah, it was like, like this. like save my life. Oh my oh, God. I'm just going to stand here and flirt <laughs> with this cute little operator. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Yes. So. So. I have no choice but to do this. And like, I, same thing when I approached the second one and then the fourth one, I was like, I, I can't, I can't. can't. I'm looking at it. Like there's no way. And I would say, I'm like, I I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. So like, you have to, there's no, there's no other way down. And on the second and fourth one, 
on the first, on the first one, you're rappelling yourself down. You have control of the rope. You're slowly bringing yourself down. If you Mm -hmm. hold it in a tight grip, then you, then you stop. And if you loosen it a bit, then you go. And there were so many times where I thought to myself, why am I not moving? And it's because I had a death grip on because I was scared. <laughs> but on the big ones, you go down a bit and then they say, let go. And then you just fly oh. down. Oh, my God, Madeline. Oh, my God. So, like, I got down. I inexplicably cried at the bottom. <laughs> and my legs were, like, shaking. Like, you wouldn't – they were, like, wobbling. It looked like it uh, – like – Oh my God. So after that (laughs) (laughs) was a great moment, but it wasn't like that was fun. I want to do it again. It was like, I did that and I never have to do that again in my (laughs) entire life. (laughs) And I never will. Check. Done. (laughs) Oh my God. So, So but it was something that I never, ever, ever thought I would have done ever. Yeah. But so you do those and you have to keep climbing all these tiny other little things. And then Mm -hmm. to get to another big Jumbo waterfall, you have to Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Nightmare. But okay. So I was laughing inside as I was going. Cause I was like, this is like, if you were to be like, what's Maddie's nightmare all combined into one. Yeah. That that would have been it. But it was like, I wasn't even hating life. I was like in, in an amused state of disbelief at what I was doing. So, Okay. So, so you did it and, um, and after you did it, once you actually finished doing it and you're back and you're realizing, wow, look what I did. Mm -hmm. Like, how, how are you feeling? Just really proud and really in disbelief. Yeah. But definitely on cloud nine, like, I can't believe I did that because no part of me would have believed that I could have ever done something like that. Like, just not even like I would never, but I could never, could never. And I did. Yeah. Right. And like, no part of me wants to do it again, but I did it. I know. Doesn't it change? Like, doesn't it change how you see yourself? Yes. Like Even like the flying thing. And then that, like, it just felt like everything about the trip felt really life-changing for me and that's that's not me being dramatic and that's Mm -hmm. not like me overstating it it really Mm -hmm. felt Mm life-changing every aspect of it the aspect of I've never gone like a I've never gone on a group trip before with people Mm -hmm. who I didn't know before I've Mm -hmm. never like I've never done that like the sober the sober thing, like organizing this trip for the sober community and, and creating like such this strong bond with everybody facing Mm -hmm. so many fears, being with other people who are facing fears. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it really felt life-changing and I've had a really hard, I I've struggled to articulate Uh it. I really struggled to properly articulate how it felt. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of those things that as some time goes by, mm-hmm. you'll really start to recognize like all the little pockets that it sort of has shifted things in all yeah. areas of your life, right? Like when you approach other situations or do new things, like, I mean, even the fact that you got back, then you had to go do that panel, like you think- mm-hmm. Right. I mean, maybe yeah. if the panel happened before you did your trip, the panel might have felt way bigger. That's a really good point, right? mom. Cause mm-hmm. I actually like 
so yeah, so when, so Luke Zerato, who I've had on my podcast, who mm. is amazing, who I love, his handle is Marathon to Sobriety. Go listen to his episode if you haven't, because he's so awesome. He planned um, a sober event in Toronto. Um, it was a day and a half after I got back from Costa Rica, but he asked me to be a panelist for a panel discussion at the event. And I said, yes. Um, and when I got there, I was nervous. Like it, I've never, I've never spoken on a panel before. I've never spoken in front of a lot of people. Yeah. Like I've done podcasts and I've done like zoom calls and stuff, but that's very different than being in person with like yeah. a bunch of people face to face. And yeah. I felt really nervous mm -hmm. as it was starting and definitely some imposter syndrome and mm -hmm. all those things. And I, rem I literally consciously drew on, like, if I could do that, yeah. like I could do this. Yes. Yeah, and like, if yeah. just like all, yeah. just how much you're just like pushing yourself to mm -hmm. go do a trip like that. And then everything that you do while you're there and just like all of it, it really did. Like, I felt like, okay. <laughs> I'm nervous and it's out of my comfort zone, but I can do it. Can like do it's, it. it's just yeah. like that thing where when you put yourself like that, yeah, it doesn't mean you're not going to be scared to do other things, but it means that you know that you can do things even if you're scared. It's doing things scared. You can do them. You can survive them. You yeah. don't die. Nothing terrible yeah. happens. Right? Yeah. I know. Powerful. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Love that. Yeah. It was so, so amazing. Yeah. And, um, was there anything like, um, I don't know, anything sort of, I was going to say unexpected, but I mean, probably all of it was like mm -hmm. the, <clears throat> the connection was unexpected. The, 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 the <clears throat> how strong it, that felt was unexpected. Mm -hmm. Like I yeah. didn't expect to cry saying goodbye to people. Like yeah. I like literally cried at the airport saying goodbye to them cried my whole way back to the hotel yeah. after because I stayed an extra night and like mm. yeah there were people who even said like I thought I'd be itching to go by the end of it and like yeah. it's the total opposite right. um so yeah. that that was what really took me by surprise like I thought we'd all be friends and I thought it would be such a cool connection but like how yeah. how even like simple things like navigating your way through um through an airport by yourself because most people travel unless people are you know seasoned travelers because they travel for work or whatever but yeah most people travel with someone and so you always have someone I was a say, lost little hey, puppy when I got think? to the airport I know I kind of I was because I was so that. nervous I couldn't think straight mm -hmm. I was so nervous for my first solo flight mm -hmm. And just like I was heading into so many unknowns mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. I like couldn't find my – but you know what's so sweet? I don't remember if I told you this, mom. I went through – like I like dropped my bag and went through and I was trying to find customs and I was so turned around because like I yeah. couldn't even think straight because I was anxious. Yeah. And – and then, but then other people were kind of confused who were coming to my same gate. And yeah. then I met this sweet guy who just graduated university from where I went to school. Uh -huh. he, he just graduated and he was taking himself on a solo trip for oh, the first wow. time. And he's like, oh, I just graduated from Western. I was like, I went there. <laughs> um, so he was my little buddy as we went through customs and we oh, chatted and he nice. was on his way to a solo trip through Europe. And nice. so that was that so was a sweet little out. connection to meet nice. at the airport. We were nice. both 
both on our way to do yeah. something on our own kind of. Aww. But yeah, navigating the airport, I was even nervous about that. It's mm-hmm. like all the little things that like mm-hmm. you don't think about that much when you're going to go travel in a group, mm-hmm. which is all I've only ever gone on trips with you with you guys or like Friends, sisters or boyfriends yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <clears throat> okay. So overall, <clears throat> overall, uh, Maddie, what are the highlights? Like when you just sort of look back on it, highlights for you. Oh my gosh. I mean, we did so many cool things. Mm-hmm. Like obviously conquering my fear of heights. Mm-hmm. We like I loved the Costa Rican people. Like we, so Mm. many tour guides were amazing. We visited like a family's farm. We did a little cooking lesson. We did a chocolate and coffee tour. Um, We did, we visited a national park where you can see like sloths and monkeys and go Mm. to the beach and swim in the ocean and we kayaked Mm. and like there was so much that we did. But like the the cool thing was doing those things with, with the people who were there. And like really mm-hmm. getting to connect with them. And like, I just loved, like I I was able to have like one-on-one time with every single person there and like get to hear oh, more about their nice. stories. And yeah. I loved mm-hmm. that so, so much. I loved just what like a wide range of people, like so many people came on their own. We had a mother-daughter, we had like a married yeah. couple, people of all ages and yeah. just everyone connected so much and yay mother daughters I know (laughs) that one made me so happy that one made me so happy um so yeah I think it was really just like Mm -hmm. the people the people we were with and just the fact that every single person who was there did it out of their comfort zone Mm -hmm. everyone like everyone was doing something nerve-wracking who was there because it just is right so to all just be like facing our fears together and just like all the conversations that we had Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how much like everyone just like understands each other especially for people who don't have that at home like for people who like don't know like I'm lucky I not everybody has a sober mom like not everybody has a community at home or just like people in their immediate circle who who get it so it's a really cool experience to be to spend a whole week traveling with people who do yeah um it's so funny too because I had it in my head like when I get back from Costa Rica I'll do a little like Costa Rica recap episode and I'll do like sober traveling and sober travel tips but like this isn't the kind of trip where I can come back with sober travel tips because you don't need them because you're with a group of sober people like next time I go on a trip with drinkers to an all-inclusive I'll come back with some tips but you don't need them for this trip because we're all in it together it's not that you don't have to struggle to stay sober when you're with a bunch of people who are traveling sober so that's the other thing I was like oh I'll do like some travel tips and I was like you don't need them you don't need them when you're with sober people right good point oh my god and I also just want to say too I don't feel like I hit this point home enough. We had so many laughs. <laughs> we had so many laughs. We all left with so many um, inside jokes. Aw, that's like, fun. So many inside jokes. So many times where like my abs were killing me from yeah. laughing. Because this is the thing. People think that like, so, oh, sober's boring. Sober people yeah. are boring. Um, sober people are the people who are so fun that we took it too far. <laughs> so don't be fooled. 
<laughs> like we all had a blast <laughs> and that's an important thing to point out. Yeah. We had so much fun. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like, we're all pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone, but we're having fun. Yeah. That's what it's there for. We're there to have yeah. a good time and just like have fun traveling together. sober yeah. without having to worry about people drinking around us yeah. or like being the odd one out. Right, 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 right. Right. I think that's even more, uh, more of it. It's not so much because everywhere you go, people are going to be drinking around you, but it's like not being the odd one out. Yeah. It's not, I don't drink. Shout out the woman on my trip who said this, these aren't my words, but just like the not being, being a we and not just a Mm -hmm. me. It's not, I don't drink. It's we don't drink. And there's like, oh, it's so cool. How often do you get to do that when you're out with like 12 people? Mm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. Aw, I'm so happy you did it. I'm so happy you loved uh, it. I'm I know. So I just – Happy it was a great experience. I know. It was so much yep. better than I could yep. have ever hoped yep. or, like, imagined before. It and was. it sounds so cheesy, but it's just true. I just, like – it. Yeah blew my expectations out of the water. And that's oh, thanks man. to everyone. Yeah. Who is there? Who are so amazing? And there's not yeah. anyone who's gonna I book know, this who's right? not gonna be. You're just gonna, you're just gonna have some yeah. really great people who show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- so the next one. Yeah. So I'm planning oh, the next nice. one to Spain, and already some really amazing yeah. people have booked Spain, and fingers crossed, potentially some yeah. some of my Costa Rica travelers who I love Good. so much might be able to come as well. Um, but yeah, Spain is in September for anyone listening who's interested. And like I've said a couple times now, I was like nervous for Costa Rica because I'd never done it before and it was unknown. And now that I've done one, I'm like just excitement for the next one. Now that I've experienced like how yeah. awesome it is, how amazing the people are, how yeah. just like the whole thing, I'm like, I'm just excited. <laughs> and it's just like, it, like if you're if you want to go, but you're scared to go, know that there's not one yeah, person who's not point. doing it a little bit scared. Point, and that's what's so cool I'm gonna about have to it. Come on one of these. Yeah, yeah, you should come. Oh. People, mom, people on the trip said, "Why didn't your mom come?" <laughs> I'm going to come on one of them. You'll have, have to come on one. I will. I will for sure. Yeah, you have to. So. You have to. Mm-hmm. Um. So at the time that this episode is released, we do still have some discounted early bird spots left for Spain, which are first come, first serve. Um, The link to the full itinerary with all the details and with where you can reserve your spot is in my bio on Instagram. I will also link it in the show notes of this episode. Um, If you do want to come and you want to reserve a spot, you only need to put down a 25% deposit uh, to save your spot. Um, There's also a payment plan available and it's just going to be so much fun and I'm super excited. And I just like any, if any of my Costa Rica people are listening, I don't know who, if any listen to the podcast, but if any of you are, I love you all. And I had the best week with you. And thank you for making it so amazing. It's really nice. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at Happiest Sober and at Happiest Sober Podcast. And subscribe to my newsletter at happiestsober.com. I will chat with you all next week. I hope you have an amazing week. Remember that life's happiest when you're sober. Thanks, mom. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. 
from ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.